Dear brothers and sisters, boys and girls, our readings put before us today important things to consider as you, dear children, will receive Jesus in Holy Communion for the first time. In that first reading from Deuteronomy, Moses has the people gathered as they're about to enter the promised land, the goal of their journey. And the very first word that he utters in the passage we have today is to remember. Remember how God was with you all through this journey, 40 years. 40 years how God, did, in a time when God did not abandon you, Moses is telling the chosen people, despite your waywardness, despite your waywardness, remember how God took care of you, giving you water, giving you manna, that special bread that would show up every day in the morning so that the chosen people would have something to eat in the midst of the wilderness, in the midst of the desert. Remember, remember. And this idea of remembering is very, very important, not only for the chosen people, but for us. Because it was precisely in the act of remembering at the special Jewish feast of Passover, which we hear in the passage that was just read in the gospel, that Jesus took bread and wine during that meal, that special meal, which was an act of remembering of the Jewish exodus from Egypt, and he transformed it. No longer would his disciples be focused on that memorial of the exodus of the chosen people. He took bread and wine and transformed it into his own body and blood. When he took the bread and said, this is my body. And taking the cup, he said, this is the cup of the covenant in my blood. And whenever you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Dear boys and girls, this act of remembrance is something very, very special. And the Jews understood this, this idea of memorial. It's not merely remembering an historic event, as powerful as that might be. No, rather, for the Jews and for us, when we enact a memorial, we are actually present in the event we're memorializing. That's why the Mass is so special. It's a memorial, a remembrance, in a very powerful living way of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross when he died for us. So that every Mass, we are present in Jesus' greatest act of love, which won for us the redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. When he laid down his own body, his own life, to be sacrificed for us. But we know that Jesus rose from the dead. He rose from the dead on Easter Sunday, revealing that he truly is God. That he truly is God. And when we receive Jesus in Holy Communion, we receive precisely that. The risen Christ. The living God. 
a God, just as was explained in the Exodus, who never left his people. Dear boys and girls, brothers and sisters, Jesus never leaves us. He is with us always with his great and tremendous love. His great and tremendous love. And that's why it's so important that when we receive Jesus, we're in the state of grace. We're in the state of grace because only being in the state of grace where we're not conscious of mortal sin can we be in a state worthy of God. And the saints all understood this, this, this hunger, this great desire to receive Jesus in Holy Communion. And as I look out on you this morning, boys and girls, comes to my mind once again the beautiful story of St. Jacinta. St. Jacinta was one of the three Fatima children. You know, Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta. And Francisco and Jacinta were brother and sister, right? And Jacinta was so young. She was the youngest. She had not received Holy Communion yet. But her cousin Lucia was older and had the regular pattern of going to Mass on Sundays and receiving Holy Communion. And in this time when, when Jacinta was, was ill and it would be an illness that eventually would take her life, she was at home in bed and Lucia went to visit her cousin. Lucia went to visit her cousin, came in the room, and uh, uh, Lucia asked I mean, Jacinta asked Lucia, were you at church? Yes, I've just come from church. Did you receive Holy Communion? Yes, I received Holy Communion. And then she immediately said, come closer. I want to be near Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? Come closer. I want to be near Jesus. When was the last time somebody said to you, come closer. I want to be near Jesus. It's something to think about. Something to think about, that boys and girls, in receiving Jesus in Holy Communion, we carry him wherever we go. We carry the grace, the love, the life of God to others. And that's why the Eucharist is at the center of our lives as Catholics. It's at the center of our lives as Catholics because you and I, my friends, have the privilege... What a wonderful privilege. Jacinta and all the saints understood this. We have the privilege that when we receive Holy Communion, we know we're receiving the living God, Jesus Christ. And that's why it's so special. A day of great celebration and great joy. And that's why the psalm is so important for us because the psalm really gives us the key as to how we celebrate our life in, in Christ. Blessing the Lord at all times. Praising Him by the way we live and talking about Him. Talking about Him. Glorifying the Lord. How do we give Him glory? By the way we live. By the way we live according to the gospel. According to the commandments. According to the Beatitudes. Whichever way you want to express it, it's being very close in our lives. Making choices every day that reveal our love for the Son of God, Jesus Christ. The psalm says something very special, and we hope it's true for each one of you boys and girls. Look to him, the psalmist says, that you may be radiant with joy. Radiant with joy. Just think of this. Just think of this. You're going to receive the Lord Jesus for the first time in Holy Communion. 
And if you wish, you can come back again at 5 o'clock and do it all over again. Isn't that magnificent? That's magnificent. And if not at 5 o'clock, then come back tomorrow. The psalmist tells us something very important in line with everything I've said. When the poor one called out, the Lord heard and saved him. Dear boys and girls, Jesus is our Savior. And while it's true that with his one death, he brought salvation for all, those that lived before that act and those that lived after, we know that we need a Savior all the time. We need a Savior, we need a Lord, we need a friend who will inspire us to avoid those temptations that lead us to sin. Those temptations, and they're all out there, that want to call us away from Jesus. And Jesus is always there with us, and especially in our conscience, reminding us to stay close to him. And if we do that, if we do that, we can be sure that there will come a time, a moment, when we leave this world and we'll come face to face with Jesus. And at that special moment to which we all are looking, if we've listened to him, if we've followed his way, if we've loved him with all our heart, that meeting will be the most glorious meeting of our lives. And that meeting on that day will never end. And that's the day St. Jacinta was looking forward to. And that's the day she believed in completely. And it's for us to imitate her, this wonderful, beauty, beautiful child, no matter how old we are, to be so delighted and so happy when we receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ.